This is Joanna, and welcome to Joanna Land, a space dedicated to your evolution and igniting a deeper humanhood. All right, everybody, thank you for your patience. (laughs) Wow, my life blows up in smithereens, more or less. Yeah. Full intention to come back here on the podcast and like totally pound in some freaking great content for you guys, share some awesome things. And then um, I had a roommate move out and wow, it was uh, eye-opening to say the least in like so many different respects. And today I am coming to you to have a conversation around what really came up for me while this was all happening. And I came and recorded an episode and um, had it all produced, ready to go out. And I decided that I wanted to try again. So this is my second try. (laughs) A little bit the perfectionist in me and a little bit of like, there's more context that I genuinely felt like needed to be shared. So we had this roommate move out. And it really stemmed from us asking her to, um, well, the other roommate asking her to quarantine in a room while she was sick. And then it was really just a bigger uh, metaphor for how she wasn't taking responsibility for herself so much so that we were like taking care of her in the house. And we asked her to do so. And then she moved out. And what happened was that was like on a Sunday that um, my other roommate asked this roommate that moved out to go quarantine and she couldn't be alone. So then she decided to leave and go into her parents' house and that's all fine. (laughs) Joanna decides to just get drunk the next day and drink about her problems instead of thinking about them. And... (laughs) Let's all be really proud that Joanna's coming on here and actually having a particular topic to talk about because, like, let's be real. Okay, literally, I got slapped in the face that next Monday with a powerhouse hangover. And genuinely, how much my avoidance was affecting all of my life in so many ways. And that's what I'm, like, that's what we're here to talk about because guess what? We have got to stop this cycle of avoidance. And it's interesting because when we're talking about attachment styles, I would have thought that I was insecure. And I acted that way pre-2018, like pre-2019, I guess, in relationship. Like the last time I was in a relationship and in a deeper partnership, I was very insecure. And ever since that point, there's been this growing pattern of avoidance and I've been growing an awareness of it just in the past year it came into my awareness and so like since 2018 I've been nomading I ended things with my partner before I left and um we are still good friends to this day but because I was nomading I used it as this beautiful avoidance tactic of dating, of just being like, nope, keep everybody at arm's length. I'm leaving anyway. What's the point? Let's just like not even bother. And like, I've had suitors in that time. And, you know, it's, yeah, I don't, 
like I'm just intentional now, finally, God bless, about who I bring into that space because of the work that I do, because of the space that I hold as a human being and like just how, especially as a partner, whoo, that is, talk about an environment affecting you. A partnership is just deep. Anyways, so like I started seeing how it was happening there. And I started seeing it in 2019 a little bit more when I, like, as I reflected back on it, like a little bit more when I started smoking cannabis cartridges and then the pandemic happened and it kind of escalated the whole entire thing. And, um, and how I really came into the awareness that I was even in an avoidance pattern was I was with one of my mentors, Victoria Washington. Shout out to her for really connecting these dots for me because this is amazing. I love this. The attachment styles, she relates them to money. And like we often think about them in the realm of romantic relationships. And it's really not that cut and dry in the realm of things. You know, it's like it really goes much deeper than that. And it's really like the attachment styles are really in how we relate to the world around us. And how, so like I began seeing that maybe I wasn't so much insecure. Maybe I was actually avoiding the fuck. And I was like, I can't be avoidant with my money in particular because I like check my credit cards all the time. Like I keep track of my expenses for the last 10 years. No, there's no way I could be avoidant. (sighs) That's the interesting thing about being avoidant now, isn't it? It's a very long period of time where you just really don't even realize that you are avoiding the avoidance. And, whoo, we've got to cut it out. Wow. And so I've been growing in the awareness of this, right? Like, I really was like, okay, like, we're, I was seeing it a little bit in dating. I was seeing it with my money, beginning to seeing all around me. And, like, it's natural to me that in a human realm of existence that we would naturally, like, everybody has a level of avoidance within them, right? Like, genuinely. Um, Also just registered that that window is straight up been unlocked for God knows how long. Literally. Weird. Okay. Not good. (laughs) Like, We all have a genuine level of avoidance within us because we're human beings. Like it's natural that that's what occurs in my opinion. Like it's so protecting us. And uh, let's see. So like we all have some degree of that and I've been growing in my awareness of it, but I really thought that it was, it was just a low key thing. And then with this whole thing with my roommate who was one of my closest friends, like, I've been mourning this fucking, like, a breakup recently. Like, there is cycles of grief like it's a breakup. And it's divided my friends group like it's a breakup. Like, a divorce is just, like, (sighs) genuinely, it hurts my heart. Like, I have so much grief that this is even what happened. And it's funny because she's like, oh, I'm so upset with you for the way that you acted. And quite honestly as I reflect back on it, I really didn't say or do very much. Maybe that's inherently the problem there. And I guess there inherently lies the problem because I just avoided it within this whole entire situation. I really genuinely just avoided it until I was met with having to have the physical conversation of being like, Hey, I need you to take responsibility for yourself and your life and how you show up in this house. And to me, like, that's not too much to ask. We've had these types of conversations on the podcast. Like, Girl don't have any patience 
for a victim mindset. Really, I'm growing in my lack of patience for it because I'm like, y'all motherfuckers created all of what's in front of you. And the moment you actually sit there and look at it, maybe we can have a different fucking conversation around your life. But until you acknowledge the fact that you have created everything, you can be woe is me about it. You can be like, oh my gosh, this is awful. My life is hell. And you can acknowledge that you self-created that hell. Ain't nobody here creating it but you. And like in that point, like I kind of did. I avoided having a conversation that I probably needed to be having for like six months. And that's on me. That is, that is how I fucked up in this situation. I didn't say something sooner because quite honestly, I think I intuitively knew that it was going to absolutely like fucking shoot and kill every little ounce of friendship because it is hard to be called out by your friends if you're not ready to actually step into that level of being. And honestly, I said this to my little brother the day that the conversation happened, is that like if I stand in her life, she's going to label as me a villain as in her life for probably ever, and that's fine. But quite honestly, if she leans into what I said, I have absolutely no problem being the awakener of slapping her awake into taking a greater responsibility for what she's created in her life. Because genuinely, genuinely, uh, which is a major edge. It's like always a major edge, right? Like the radical honesty of self and the radical ownership and the forgiveness of something when you come into the awareness of it is like, gotta take a moment. Okay, I have no idea where I was going with all of that, but um, <laughs> it's so interesting to me because you can think that the like one thing is happening and like have a certain level of awareness around it, and then like you percolate on it for a while, and then you come into another level of awareness, and you're like, whoa, oh yeah, the nervous system and its intelligence. I actually find the avoidance, like the avoidance attachment style, actually makes perfect sense to me because. It is this degree that like the nervous system is so aware that it cannot hold what it's about to approach. And so it backs away and like animalistically makes so much sense. (laughs) And that's not the way we operate in this world. So what is the awareness that we can gather from that space? And practically, what does no longer avoiding your own avoidance look like, right? So like... (sighs) we all to some degree avoid things and like have the manifestation of the avoidance in us because to me it is it is intelligent of the nervous system to avoid the thing in actuality even though like yeah our human brains like why are you doing like are like why are you doing this and also it's a protection mechanism Because whatever it's being moved towards, whatever it's avoiding, feels unsafe. Whether or not it's a conversation, a uh, relationship, intimacy, um, your mission, like whatever the thing is, it's too much for your body, for your soul. And so if that's, if we can be in the awareness that the avoidance is a protection Wow, can we, one, drop into gratitude and appreciation for that? Wow. Thank you, body, for keeping me so safe, so within my being, 
and keeping me protected from what I felt like was going to be too much without my awareness of knowing that I thought it would be too much. Shout out to you. And if that's the case, what will allow the nervous system to feel safe as you move into whatever the thing that you're avoiding is? Because boy, oh boy, have I learned anything about avoiding avoidance and avoiding big things that like are elephants in rooms to you sometimes. Conversations that as hard as they need to, like as hard as they are, need to be had in order for a foundation of the relationship to be cultivated properly. Or not even the foundation, but like the progression of a relationship. It's like when we avoid what it's like the uh, what we resist persists and what we avoid ex, like <laughs> what we avoid explodes. I mean, I don't even know. I'm gonna percolate on day one and like, but genuinely, when we avoid something, it genuinely I feel like just makes it bigger. The same way that like when we drink to forget about our problems, the next day they're just bigger. It's not actually soothing your anxiety, you know, and. That is the question that we get to sit in is if my nervous system feels unsafe to do this thing, what is going to allow me to feel safe to do this thing and lean in slowly? Like we ain't out here trying to overpack. Like we got goals, we got intentions, we got the things. And also like, let's go at the pace that our nervous system is actually genuinely open and available for because that's the quickest way we're going to get there. Even though our three-dimensional capitalistic mind wants to tell us that it has to happen. No, 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 no. And we can still help our nervous system along the process, you know? Okay. Mm, Yes, now I feel complete. Okay, I love you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Much love and appreciation. Peace.